This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha and welcome to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like to contact us, feel free to give us a call at 791-2924 or visit our website at therogroup.org. Today, we are going to talk about legacy planning. Now, you've worked hard saving money your entire life for your future and for your loved ones, or so maybe some charitable, charitable organizations that you care about. And it might be easy to feel overwhelmed by the legacy planning process, but there are steps you can start taking today to make the process a little less daunting. I'd like to welcome, uh, as always, our co-host of the show, Tony Shore. Tony, glad to be with you again this week. Oh, awesome. Great to be here this week, Greg. Thanks for having me on the show. And it is good doing the show with you each week here in paradise. I mean, who could be happier, right? (laughs) Exactly. My favorite part of the week, Tony, is wrapping it up uh, with you. Oh, awesome. Well, thanks for that. Uh, And uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun. And I usually learn something. I try to pay attention. So... Uh, and this sounds like a great topic. So I know it's something that people often avoid, but I've been good. How have you been, Greg? What's going on there? Uh, I've been great. I've been keeping real busy. Um, and wanted to remind our listeners, too, uh, we're having that workshop in uh, next week, actually, Friday, March 8th and Saturday, March 9th. Both workshops are the same, so you don't have to attend both. You can pick one or the other if you'd like to join us. It's at the Kaimuki Public Library at 6 o'clock Friday and 9 a.m. Saturday, March 8th, March 9th. You must register. There's no cost. Um, If you'd like to attend, go to my website, therogroup.org, and click events in the upper right. All right. That sounds great. Now, today we're talking about legacy planning. Can you explain the difference Is there a difference between legacy planning and estate planning? I hear both of these terms. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, It it really depends on the person, I suppose. And some people believe that legacy planning is the same as estate planning and just refers to what happens to your estates when you pass away. Um, But estate planning, that typically refers to, you know, ensuring that you have a will or a living trust in place, powers of attorney, medical directives, and things like that. Kind of like the the basics of the legal process, essentially. Whereas legacy planning is a little more comprehensive. That's about, think about how to, you want to extend your long-term view of what happens to your assets just beyond the next generation. And what's important to note, Tony, is the more significant your legacy plan, the more important your estate plan becomes. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So um, I think a lot of people probably put off legacy planning, though. It's not a topic people like to talk about. And, you know, it's something I, my wife and I had put off for a long time. But why do you think people put off legacy planning? 
Yeah, I think many people might be just generally uncomfortable with the idea of it. It's not really something that's that's fun to think about. And it's not that people don't want to leave things to loved ones. It's more so that that sometimes I feel people like they feel like it's slightly egotistical. Like they might struggle with the idea of admitting that they have something that is enough value that, that people want or that they should preserve. And I've talked to people with concerns that legacy planning might give them that feeling of like, look at the things I have and look how great I am. And they're uncomfortable with the, the idea of, of preserving their name and their story. But I always like to remind people that this isn't true and it's not the way that you should look at it. I mean, sure, it might sound egotistical for a minute, but you really should be proud that you have worked to become your best self and have the means to leave something for future generations. And legacy planning, what that typically would include is a, is a team of professionals that would help you create a plan based on your unique situation and goals. So this would usually include a, an attorney um, who'll be able to create and look over the legal structure and vehicles that you will use to live out your legacy, such as a living trust. Um, and there are tax professionals that can help integrate tax planning into your legacy plan. So more money ends up going to your family and less to Uncle Sam. And then finally, you should always work with a trusted financial services professional to be able to take care of the financial planning aspects of it, more of the the legacy part. Um, instead of looking at legacy planning as preserving who you are, I like to think of it as a way of preserving your life's work and helping to further your purpose and whatever impact you wanted to leave in the world. Oh, I think that's great. Some good pointers there, some good advice. Uh, but what about those people out there who they're worried about, quote unquote, I've heard the term ruling from the grave by leaving a legacy plan? Um, well, I don't think that phrase is very applicable because it, it implies that you are you are controlling your heirs. And why, you know, trusts can give you some control. Um, some people actually like that because uh, kids might not be good with money. Where a trust, you can put out specific rules on how that money is to be used. Um, but that may be how some people want it to be seen, but it's not how everyone's estate should go. I mean, your your legacy plan should set up your heirs for continuing your purpose and your wishes after you are gone. I mean, that's really the meaning, you know, of the word legacy. And it's less about controlling than it is about empowering really those you love. Yeah, that's a good point. I would agree with you there. Now, if our listeners want to get their plan in place and start looking at uh, their assets and their beneficiary designations and how their legacy is planned out, I know this is something you help your clients with. How can they get a hold of you? Yeah, I want to encourage anyone who's listening, whether you're feeling overwhelmed by the idea of creating a legacy plan or whether you've just procrastinated for so long, um, we're here to help. So you can contact us at 791 2924. Be happy to answer any questions you have, um, point you in the right directions, and, and help you preserve your legacy for your heirs. Right. And I think that's great. So, what's that website and phone number one more time? Yeah, I got a lot of good legacy uh, info on the website too. So you can check that out at therogroup.org. And also like to encourage listeners, if you're not following us on Facebook, please follow the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook. We put lots of interesting things out every week, including legacy planning. Um, and that phone number, if you want to have a conversation directly with me, is 791-2924. All right. Well, thank you so much, Greg and listeners. Uh, we're talking today about planning your legacy and 
Greg, in the first segment, you talked about legacy planning and some of the common misconceptions people have, like that it's somehow self-centered to want to preserve their re- legacy, when in reality, mm-hmm. it's more about allowing your purpose to be carried out and leaving your loved ones uh, in a good position. And you also clarified that legacy planning doesn't mean you'll be ruling from the grave, so to speak. Are there any other misconceptions out there about legacy planning that uh, we need to touch on or should know about? Yeah, I think probably the most common misconception about legacy and estate planning is that it's only for wealthy people. Um, People always think that, well, we don't have enough money to have to worry about it. Um, But in reality, everyone has a legacy. I mean, it's very unlikely that when you pass away, you're going to have zero dollars in your accounts. And whether you're very successful and you own your own company or whether you're a school teacher, you're most likely going to be leaving something behind uh, when you pass. And so the question shouldn't be whether or not you will leave something, but what will that legacy be? And another thing that is often thought of towards legacy planning is that it's too overwhelming and people don't know where to start. And so they're just kind of lost and that's why it kind of becomes procrastinated. Uh, but it really doesn't have to be difficult. It, it can be a somewhat complex process, but having the support uh, of a team or a trusted financial professional really can help significantly. Well, that makes sense. Explain why it's so important to have a legacy plan. Sure. Yeah, there's there's a lot of reasons uh, that you should set up a legacy plan and having a, a comprehensive plan in place can really help you feel confident about the future and your assets are going to go to who you intended to go to. Um, So benefits of a legacy plan, I mean, they can really help um, provide financial stability uh, to support either your spouse or, you know, your beneficiaries, your kids and grandkids. It can help preserve assets um, by, by kind of redirecting it away from taxable situations. You can save a lot of money that way. Um, a lot of people who don't have kids too. Um, I've got clients that like to leave things to their schools um, or charities that they feel strongly about. And it's just ensuring that your assets are distributed according to your wishes. And the taxes is a big one and expenses are a big one too. And probate court is, a, is another big one too. We wanna make sure we keep the family out of court. Oh yeah, for sure. So how do we ensure that our wishes are carried out once we've passed on? Well, for starters, you need to find the right professional team. So a team that's going to understand your needs and will be able to keep your your plan accurate and up to date. So this team would include a a financial services professional, uh, an estate planning attorney, uh, and a tax professional as well. Uh, To find qualified professionals, you can talk to your friends uh, or family for anyone that they would recommend that they've had strong relationship with. Um, Or if you'd like help finding an attorney, you can call my office and I'd be happy to refer you to one. Uh, Your team should be able to help you evaluate your situation, figure out what you can achieve with the assets that you have. Uh, They could provide insight into taxes that could have a huge impact on how much will go to your heirs. And they'll definitely be able to help set up the legal documents that you need to get this done. And they should be able to explain how your assets will transfer and some of the choices that you have. And also review um, some common strategies that might be applicable to to your situation. Right. Yeah, I I think that makes sense. Uh, Talk a little bit more about that legal document side of things. Like, what's the difference between a will and a trust? I've heard you mention both of these things. 
Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, and that comes up quite a lot, actually. And there's a lot of misunderstandings uh, with that. Um, so once you know um, what your goals are in your legacy and, and it's time to kind of create these documents, um, you need to figure out um, which one you need. So the will or the trust. So the will is really a, a document, a piece of evidence that basically kind of dictates what your wishes are, how you want to leave your assets, how they should be administered, where you want them to go to, um, who's going to be in charge of it after you pass away. Um, and if you if you don't have a will, um, your assets are going to be distributed according to the laws of the state. So that's that means there's no guarantee that your assets will be distributed how you wished um, them to go to. Now, a trust on the other hand is a is a legal arrangement that holds your assets for a beneficiary. So trusts can be tailor-made to meet your goals and concerns that you have. So it the trust is actually designed to work in coordination with your will and the main difference is that the trust is a legal entity. Okay? So it's like a corporation. It, it can own things. So it can actually have title to assets. And it's important to note that that just having a will may not keep your family out of court. Um, for example, if you own real estate, in Hawaii, all real estate has to go through probate court when the last title holder passes away. Uh, so you need a trust in order to keep your family out of court. So that's basically the main difference between the will um, and the trust. Well, that is interesting, and thanks for explaining that to us. I think that's good to know that distinction. Now, if our listeners out there want to talk to you more about this, what's that phone number they can reach you at again? Yeah, our number, um, feel free to call us anytime, is 791-2924. And I'd also like to remind the listeners that our upcoming workshop uh, this next weekend, we're going to cover legacy planning, um, along with several other things, risk analysis, uh, social security planning, which I'm passionate about, and having a written income plan. Um, as a reminder, if you'd like to join me, you do need to register on the website. Go to therogroup.org, click events in the upper right. We'll be at the Kaimuki Library. You can attend either Friday, March 8th at 6 p.m. or Saturday morning, March 9th at 9 a.m. All right. Thanks so much. And Greg, that's awesome. Now, listeners, this is Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. And Greg, today you're talking to us about planning out our legacy, discussing some of the misconceptions surrounding legacy planning, the importance of having a plan in place, and legacy planning documents like wills and trusts. Now, maybe you could talk a little bit about how we need to begin planning our legacy. Yeah, I mean, that's where it all starts, isn't it? And um, Tony, I remember a, a few months ago, we did a show about celebrity uh, legacy planning oh, mistakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if anybody um, wants to listen to that one, you can subscribe on iTunes, uh, Spotify or Google Play and go back and listen to the celebrity mistakes because everybody puts it off. You don't have to be rich. We already talked about, but even the most successful and largest legacies have made a mistake. Um, so where to begin? Um, well, as we discussed earlier, you're going to need your team of professionals. So that's your attorney, uh, your tax guy, your financial advisor. Um, when it comes to getting that arrangement and that first meeting with them, um, what you're going to need to do is bring any notes that you have uh, regarding your goals, your objective, um, when it comes to transferring your assets, how you want them to be administered. Um, information about your beneficiaries. So you would need your, their names or date of births, um, that sort of thing. 
and any concerns you have regarding any of your beneficiaries. Um, so an example, maybe a special needs, um, or as the earlier example, if you want your estate kind of slowly uh, administer where you don't give it to somebody who hasn't been responsible with money in the past all at once, you need to have those notes kind of outlined. And of course, have a list of the assets that you have, you know, where, what brokerage accounts you might have, uh, life insurance policies, uh, IRAs, 401ks, and also debts. You can't forget about your debts because your beneficiaries are going to be responsible for eliminating those. And anything else you might want to bring is any documents that you might already have. So if you've got a will written down or something, bring that to the first appointment as well. Oh, okay. So once somebody works with someone like yourself, Greg, to create that personalized plan, what then? What's the next step? Well, you may think that that that's it and you don't have to do anything else. Um, so, for example, you meet with the attorney, you bring your notes, they create the documents and you think you're done. Um, but it's kind of where it all starts. I mean, there there are assets that you you actually have to change from your name into the name of the trust. So this is called funding your trust. And a lot of people forget to do this. And if you don't do it, your family could still end up in probate court. I mean, I've seen this time and time again, people get the trust done and then they think that their job's over and assets are still left outside of the trust. So think of it as like if you went and bought a safe, put it in your house and there it sat in your living room and you never put anything inside it. <laughs> so it's only gonna work if you properly fund your trust and the attorney can do the house for you and can go to the um, real estate court land court it's called and do that for you but it's up to you to do the rest of your assets now uh in addition to that you should also prepare your beneficiaries it shouldn't be a secret what you're doing um, you should begin to help them understand how things will go once you pass away and what they should expect when it comes to their inheritance and where to locate you know the the documents okay so once we have that plan and those beneficiary designations what kind of strategies do you have for the next steps? Well, the first thing I, th I think, again, is the most important is to get organized and to stay organized. Yeah. It's important that your loved ones know where your assets are, where your debts are, um, the professionals you have relationships with. Uh, from there, it it's probably a good idea to put it in writing. Um, you can write a simple letter of instruction that details the information um, on the trust itself they in the back they have a schedule a uh, which is called this for a schedule of assets where you're supposed to write down vital information um, you can also put in there you know any funeral or burial plans that you have um, any tasks that you want handled um, mm -hmm. anything else that you would need basically to inform them of and things do get lost uh, quite a bit in this process and that's why I provide my clients with their very own uh, generational vault. Uh, so that takes care of the organizational process for them. Um, everything from assets to debts and documents and even family photos are all located in one consolidated place. So that's really the key is, is being organized. Well, that, that's always a, a good place to start, at least. Uh, any other mm -hmm. tips for us? Um, well, I can't stress enough how important it is that you communicate uh, with the beneficiaries ahead of time. So don't don't leave it to be a surprise and them trying to scramble. The passing of a loved one is a over overwhelming and stressful, and it doesn't need to be further complicated by uncertainties regarding the legacy and trying to locate 
assets and documents. So start having conversations with your loved ones now and let them know of your plans, what you have in place and anything they will need to be aware of uh, once you do pass away. It, it also helps to communicate who will be responsible for specific tasks, who your successor trustee is, the executor, um, that sort of thing. And another thing that can be largely beneficial uh, is to begin educating them. A lot of times they don't really know how financial things work, so it's good to to have these conversations. Well, of course it is, and uh, that's where it all starts, with the conversations and you're more than happy to sit down and talk with people. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we go today? Um, just like to remind people about the upcoming uh, workshop. We're going to talk about legacy. It's going to be one of the things uh, we're going to discuss. There's only a few seats left. Uh, so again, that's Friday, March 8th, Friday, March 9th. It's only going to be about an hour and a half, but we have a lot of fun with it and it's very educational and there's no cost. Uh, if you can't make that um, and you'd like a no cost, no obligation consultation with me, uh, please give us a call at 791-2924. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.